If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, Joe Rogan is sort of apologizing for the controversy now swirling around Spotify due to his alleged uh, COVID misinformation. You know, Spotify carries his podcast. Each episode alone gets about 11 million listeners, and his episodes are like three hours long. I was he, he just posted a video overnight on his Instagram, and he said, listen, these are just simple conversations with people ranging from – celebrities to physicians and the two episodes that are in question that are a lot of people are up in arms about one of them is with dr peter mccullough and he's a cardiologist who is world renowned the guy has more published literature more uh studies attributed everything to him than any other physician in the world the other guy is dr robert malone who's a co-inventor of the mrna vaccine the technology behind it the guy's got like a dozen patents behind his name so these aren't like two joe schmoes he interviewed off the street these are two like legitimate medical experts that people are going crazy about and then rogan said listen after each one of these controversial guests i'm going to have somebody of an opposing view maybe more quickly he did have on san dr sanjay gupta who did disagree with these guys and it turns out dr sanjay gupta was wrong and Rogan brings yeah. up a good point because he said what's misinformation considered misinformation might not be misinformation six months from now. Take a listen to hear what he says. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said if you get vaccinated, you can still catch covid and you can still spread covid. You would be removed from social media. They would they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. He's right. All the, all the people... Right. How can people not see that, that what he's saying is so true? And and by the way, it's not him even espousing these points of views. It's these credited, uh, very credible doctors who are uh, censored from appearing on CNN, mainstream media, and Twitter because of what they say. But uh, these people who want to ban podcasts, they're the same people who in the past used to want to burn books. That's what they are. These are conversations. These are ideas, opposing opinions. He's right about that. The CDC came out and they said that natural immunity is better than a vaccine for preventing uh, infections. That actually came out last week. That would have got you kicked off Twitter. That would have got you freaking thrown into Guantanamo if you said that uh, six months ago. And now the CDC acknowledges that it's true. And they still want to take this guy off uh, off uh, Spotify? Because Megan and Harry are upset over it because somebody told them to speak up because they took $25 million from Spotify. It's ridiculous. It, it is, it, it, the censors are the bad guys. 
and you had the Surgeon General calling for Spotify to censor Joe Rogan. The Surgeon General, instead of fighting back and just disputing whatever it is that these doctors said, just 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 disagree. Make your case. It, it, no. Instead of that, just censor them. Get them off. Kick them off. Kick their asses off the podcast, and uh, that's that. It's wrong. Again, book burners. That's who these people are. It is. It's it's in it's incredible because he's he's right. Remember, it was considered a big conspiracy theory if you would have said that the COVID came from a Wuhan lab. And like he said, now it's on the cover of Newsweek. It's not him. He says, listen, I'm just a regular guy just having simple conversations with these people. A lot of it, he said, is just kind of spontaneous. And that's what the beauty and the charm kind of of his episodes are. So he says, I don't really know what's going to come out of these people's mouths and we just go back and forth and talk about it and he says he wasn't aiming to be controversial or crazy he just likes to get all the information out there which is what we kind of try to do here at wabc he says i'm not a doctor and i agree if you're taking medical advice from joe rogan then you've got bigger problems you've got bigger and, and problems he, he, like, than like, this like, than, like, a, than a podcast like you said he acknowledges that he's just a regular joe schmo having conversations with people who are a lot smarter and a lot more knowledgeable than he is. Again, he's not the one necessarily espousing these points of views. It's these people. And what's wrong with having conversations and opposing points of view? Isn't that what the scientific method is all about? And again, as he pointed out, what, you, what was uh, conventional wisdom six months ago is now out the door. It's out the window. It's now it's, it's been, it's been uh, debunked. So uh, misinformation a very, very uh, fungible term, if I may use a $3 word. Very good Lydia word. Serrano. Very, fungible. very good. Fungible. You like that. And, and science good. is always evolving. And But what's not evolving is Michael Rappaport said, I'm going to I have a bone to pick with him because Michael Rappaport was the one that was pretty much anti-police. He was very liberal. He's very pro-democrat. And now he wants to be and complain he's not about. An, he's not the, anti-police. The, He's very well, liberal. He's That's not supportive true. of the police. Why does he support uh, politicians that uh, want listen, to defund the police? It, it, because, believe it or not, there are liberals out there that are also they're liberal, but they're not anti-police. He's one of those guys. He's he's very hypocritical. He'll be the first to tell you that. He's all over the place. He likes some of Trump's policies. He didn't like some of them. He is everywhere, all over the place. But go ahead. Look, so what did he do wrong now? He's evolving. No, he was... He's he well he was complaining about the pharmacies the Rite Aid's closing down because there's the shoplifting it's like stop complaining about something when you voted for this because you don't have to be a scientist or a genius unlike Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough to know what was going to happen with these soft on crime policies just real quickly I want to play for you what this maniac said about the police cop funeral did you guys play this already about the cop funeral. Why isn't this guy under arrest? He also attacked an Asian cop, and the cop actually turned around and said he was going to sue him. And so now he's spouting off what he wants to do at Officer Morris' funeral. Take a listen. That'd have been a wet dream to f- that funeral, bro. Oh, my goodness, sir. I can't wait. I'm looking for the next cop funeral. I'm going to f- it up. Uh, uh, so yeah, he, I, know, I, I remember him attacking that uh, Asian police officer. So now he says yeah, he's going to f up the next cop funeral. Uh, you that's know, a that's that, a terrorist threat. He should be in you're jail. Right about that. Uh, somebody should, uh, yeah, lock his ass up because of what he's. That is a terroristic threat. Uh, well, and he's not a, a white supremacist, between, by the way. What's that? He's not a white supremacist, by the way. And no. we have a minority majority police department, so. 
I don't know what the hell's wrong with people. But it doesn't even, you know, like, the teacher uh, out in uh, Coney Island Prep, his name is Chris Flanagan. He's whiter than me. He was the one who was espousing violence also. So well, these wokesters, these woketards out there, I mean, they, they come in, in, in all colors and uh, genders or whatever. They just, I mean, this brainwashing that went on when, when they were in college and, of course, that they're watching on the mainstream media for these past few years has really uh, sunk in with these people. And the, 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 the white teacher in Coney Island Prep, if he didn't put that tweet out, he'd still be teaching our kids. What the hell, what, what, what could he possibly be saying? Uh, well, I can, can imagine what he's possibly saying to these kids. It's, it's brainwashing them, turning them into the next uh, cop-hating, uh, America-hating uh, woke cards that he is. It's really sickening. It, it is, uh, but maybe Sid would actually be one of those woke tards if we didn't have him in studio all the time because he would be too busy hanging out at uh, Michael Rappaport, like rubbing elbows with the That's other. That's my guy. Out I, of touch. I like Mike. That's okay. I, like I, him. I like him as a person. I think he's funny. He's really funny. I like watching him. He's really funny. He does the you know bravaholic and he, all that stuff, but he's he should stay out of politics if he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but I mean, you could say that just uh, about just about everybody, and uh, all the celebrities say they all do it. So at least uh, every now and then he comes across as rational. He was on with me and Bernie Thursday. He was great. Bernie loved him. Uh, he Bernie actually, loved him. Uh, he actually was seemed like he was amenable to voting for politicians, uh, non-Democrat politicians right. who are pro. You know, he's the wrong order. guy to be picking on this morning, and he's hosting Wendy Williams today too. So leave him alone. <laughs> no, I I like him. I just want people to people like him to wake up. Don't just vote for somebody just because they're whatever letter, whether it be Republican or Democrat. Vote for the right person because this but, is not good. This is not good. People are allowed to steal drug Lydia, I'm going to call you out right now. You're so full of it. Don't give me <gasps> vote for the right person because you can't give me one Democrat in the world today that you would vote for. When you say vote for the right person, you're saying vote for Republicans, and that's fine. But don't tell me vote for the right person. You wouldn't vote for any Democrat, and you'd be right. Well, back in the day, I would have no, voted no, for right Bill now, Clinton. Right now, would I was vote for any Democrat. I, not now, okay, because so they're so, so far not any left. Person. Not now. Not, not any that I can think of okay, off so the top of my point. head. Okay, so that's my point. That's my point. You're not saying right, vote for any right person. Now. You're saying vote Republican. That's what you're saying. Well, you you know, I'm trying to think because, uh, you know what? Robert Golden, he's a city councilman in Queens, and he's a common-sense Democrat. You also have, if, if uh, Governor Patterson were to run for office again, he's a common-sense Democrat. I would vote for somebody like him in a heartbeat. He's so there a, are those common-sense Democrats out there. Huh? He's out of office for 25 years. No, but Patterson, yeah, uh, you never know. He could go back in. And you know what? Eric Adams, out of all the Democrats, if I, I, I 100, uh, you don't, you're not going to, I would vote for him. I would have voted for him. He was the only, he seemed like the only one was versus Maya Wiley, Gonzalez, like Catherine Garcia, excuse me. I mean, he was, he was the most common sense guy and that's why he won. That out of is all the true, Democrats. but uh, I still would have voted for uh, Curtis Lewa, to be quite honest with you. So but then again, I'm biased. And maybe Tom Swazi. I would vote for maybe Tom Swazi oh, if I had God, to. Tom Get Swazi. Maybe, oh. maybe if I had to. If I had to over Hochul, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh, over, oh, oh yeah, well, in a primary, yeah, but not in a general election. You're going to vote for either Astorino, Zeldin, or Giuliani over. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I like Giuliani. I'm starting to like Giuliani. I like Zeldin. I like all three. So we shall see. I like what I hear. Speaking of which, we we will speak to Rob Astorino. I love you guys, though, anyway. See, we can agree nice to job. disagree. See, I love you guys. You're the best. The best. That's why you guys are the number one show in the morning in America.
Love it. <laughs> yeah, Lydia Serrano, 5 o'clock on uh, Cats at Night. Thank you very much, Lydia.